0: Lord have your way in us hallelujah praise the Lord well good morning and to those who may be listening to us, either live stream or recorded, I'm going to say what I say very often, and that is whether it's whether it's a recording or whether you're listening to us live stream, God knew that this would happen. So it's just as pertinent and real for you as if you were sitting among us here this morning. Amen? Amen. 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 Before I begin, I just want to... Um, just give thanks to God and remind you that on Wednesday, we're going to be kicking off the the new youth program. And I want to encourage all the young people. It's, Pastor Tori has done a, an excellent job already. I mean, if you haven't seen the, uh, the youth room, please uh, take a peek before you leave today. She's done a marvelous job. And if that's any indication as to where we're going, hallelujah, glory to God. Although the first gathering will be here in the sanctuary because it's going to prove to be I think a little bit boisterous a little bit active and so I don't know what they're doing and I don't want to know as long as God knows that's all that counts amen amen so I want to encourage the young people as grades again 6 through 12 and um, those of you who have been part of our youth group in the past hallelujah but bring somebody you know this is a good opportunity for our young people to also witness and minister and you don't even have to say it let Pastor Tory say it amen let the love that we share, let the good time, you know, let the spirit of the Lord move. Amen, amen. amen. So, hey, in that in that um, spirit, I, I just want to pray. Let's pray together. Amen, amen. God, we thank you, and and you know, I think sometimes maybe I, I I don't do full justice by bringing it up and saying how blessed I am, but God, I thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to do through Pastor Tory and. Father, what you're doing among us, this body of believers. But Lord, I especially want to thank you that the young people um, will be able to gather, have fun, break the bread of life, witness and minister, and truly grow in in discipleship. Truly grow in your discipline, Lord, and have a good time doing so. That they all may become young men and young women after your own heart. So Father, we ask your blessing upon all of the gatherings. But especially now as we begin this new season in the youth program, Father, bless them. Bless them. Be there with them. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 So we're going to begin today in Exodus. Uh, don't, you don't need to turn there because we're going to, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Uh, but I, I do want to encourage you to take notes and I do want to encourage you Um, some of these scriptures that we're going to be talking about today, please look them up when you go home. That's the time when Holy Spirit and you can really get personal with it, as well as here, I hope. But specifically, make sure that you're reading the same thing that, that I'm reading. Amen? Check me out. In Exodus chapter 15, beginning in verse 22. So Moses brought Israel out from the Red Sea. Then they went out into the wilderness of Shur. And they went three days in the wilderness and found no water. I'm going to pause here for a minute just for context. We know that Moses was the one who God chose to deliver his people out of the hands of the Egyptians, out of the bondage of the Egyptians. And we know that on their way out, uh, they were backed up against the Red Sea. God was taking them a certain way because he had planned uh, many things, but he knew that you know war with uh, with with um, the Philistines wouldn't be right. So he was taking them. He, there was a purpose and a plan in everything that God did. And so God, as you know, he the uh, Israelites were backed up against the Red Sea. Uh, Pharaoh's army was um, on their way to to siege them, as you will, as as it were. And you know, in that moment, um, Moses, the mighty man of God. Stands up and says, Stand and watch the salvation of your God. And God told him that, you know, raise up your staff, the Red Sea. And he parted the Red Sea. And it, the Bible does say specifically that there was a wall of water on either side. But at the same time, remember that God also caused there to be a cloud between the Egyptian army and the Israelites. On the Egyptian army side, it was a cloud, it was dark, they couldn't see. On the other side, it was bright. It was light that the children of Israel could see. God did, there were so many miracles involved in that. But then specifically, and, and you know, of great note, obviously, God caused the wind to blow and caused the sea to part. And, and remember, just before that happened, they were saying, oh, you know, we're going to die. We, we've left Egypt to come here and then we're going to be buried out here. There wasn't enough room for us to be buried in Egypt, so we're going to die right here. Uh, complaining and murmuring. And then, uh, again, Moses stood up with the fire of God and and they were delivered. They get to the other side. You know how it goes. They get to the other side. Uh, The army of Egypt is swallowed up in the sea and they start singing and dancing and praising the Lord. Okay, so now, what you just heard from, from me with those first couple of verses is that they were just three days out of that. So three days later, they're in this wilderness and there was no water. Verse 20, 23. Now when they came to Marah, they could not drink the waters of Marah, for they were bitter. They were prob- probably brackish. They had some salt mixed with it or something of that nature. Therefore the name of it was called Marah. And the people complained against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? So he cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a tree. When he cast it into the waters, the waters were made sweet. Do you hear that? So there, there was a tree that was cast in there. This tree, I, now this wasn't a magic tree. And I don't think what you're going to hear me say right now is, is what I feel. This is the way Tony looks at this. Man, <clears throat> cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. So this tree, in my opinion, this, this tree was showing, this was a sign of, of what, what was going to happen in the future. This tree in that moment cleaned up that water. There was going to be another tree someday that was going to allow you and me to be clean and and drink some fresh water. Come on now. There he made a statue and an ordinance for them. And there he tested them. God tested them. And he said, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and go and do what is right in his sight, give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes... I will put none of these diseases on you which I have brought out of, on the Egyptians. I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. I am the Lord who heals you. See, this is one of the names of, of God. Jehovah, Yahweh, Yahweh Rapha. Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. Amen? How many of you are familiar, you're familiar with that name? We've prayed and asked Jehovah Rapha for healing for us. Right? In the name of Jesus, yes. But we know that Jesus is all of that. All of those names are embodied in one person. Jesus. Amen? So Jesus is our Jehovah Rapha. Okay, so now, hallelujah, they've got water to drink. And then the next thing, they go to this uh, oasis in Elam. And there's palm trees, and there's 12 springs of water, so on and so forth. But now, 30 days into this journey... They're complaining again. Why? Because about 30 days, they probably ran out of the provisions they they took out of Egypt. They took unleavened bread. they, They took some goodies. They took some supplies along with money, gold and silver. They took that out of Egypt. And so now they're 30 days into this and so they don't have any more unleavened bread or unleavened dough to make the bread. They probably have run out. So now they start to complain. Oh, we're going to die, we have nothing to eat. Oh that, you know, if we were in Egypt, we have these pots full of meat. You know the joy. You guys know this story. So they're complaining and carrying on and, and crying. And Moses, hey, you know, I, I, I would not want to be in Moses' shoes, thank you. But Moses goes to God, God says, okay, here's what's going to happen. And what he does, the Lord makes the quail surround them at night, but in the morning... He gives them specific instructions. In the morning, there's going to be manna. When that dew lifts, you're going to have manna. And, that, and, he gives, and God gives them specific instructions, doesn't He? He says, every day you go out there and you collect only what you need for the day. Except the one day before the Sabbath day. Then you collect enough for two days because on the Sabbath day, I don't want you going out because the Sabbath is to remain holy. Are you with me? He gave them specific instructions. Now remember, some of them couldn't even do that. On the day, on the Sabbath day, they went out and they still tried to get it. Some of them took more than what was needed for the day and they found out that immediately it would stank up and there were worms all in it. See that? They took more than they needed for the day and by that next day, it was all gone. It was ruined. It was spoiled. It was rancid. But isn't that amazing? When they needed enough to get for two days, the next morning, the, ones that the, the, the amount that they had saved for the Sabbath day, it wasn't rancid. Why? That's the way God planned it. And God said, this is what you do. If you do this, but still, there was those who could not obey. They still had to go out there and, and, and experience it. Hallelujah. So some days later, in Exodus 17, it says this, that all the congregation of the children of Israel set out on their journey from the wilderness of Zin according to the commandment of the Lord and camped in Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people contended with Moses and said, give us water that we may drink. So Moses said to them, why do you contend with me? Why do you tempt the Lord? Moses you know, Moses, God, what do you want me to do with these people? Now, inside, I, I, help me. <laughs> Has anybody ever what what in the world can if you've raised teenagers, sorry young people, what am I I mean what more can I do what, what what can I say? What can I do, sorry young people, because there are some older people that suffer the same way. I've got many that work with me right now, not in the church, but that work with me at another place and it is mind boggling what uh, what more can i do but you notice what moses says he says what are you why are you coming at me because you know you're contending with the lord right now you know when you do it's not me this is the lord the, the lord is the one uh, ordering the steps the lord is the one that hey, come on i see some of you nodding come on now it, it is it is it, it is the lord okay lord what 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 can i do what 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 should i do with these people what do you, what am i going to do See, my brothers and sisters, me and you, I'm getting a little picture of Tony when I see some of this too, you know. I'm, I'm preaching at Tony right now in case you didn't know that. I'm glad Michelle is in here because I would have at least got one big amen. But now, in, so now let's, in, in, the, in verse 5, here, here's what it says. The Lord said to Moses, Go on before the people and take with you some of the elders of Israel. Also take your hand, in your hand your rod with which you struck the river and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock in Oreb and you shall strike the rock and water will come out of that that my people may drink. Did you see that? Very simply, go out there and strike the rock. Make sure, take the elders with you and let the people, and you strike that rock and my people will drink. The water is going to come out of that rock. You strike that rock. Hallelujah. Again, my brothers and sisters, this is spiritual. You know, this is physical. They needed water. The Lord Himself provided water, but He did it in a supernatural way, didn't He? Go and strike the rock and water will pour out of that. I don't know about you all, but in my life, I've hit a lot of rocks on purpose or accidentally. Haven't seen the first bit of water fly out of one yet my brothers and sisters, I'm not trying to make light, but I'm trying to just... Listen, we've got to know that this really happened. This this absolutely happened. But this also speaks to something that's going to happen in the future. God is speaking to them physically he's showing them some physical things but he's testifying of some supernatural things hallelujah not just the fact that water came out of a rock because let's look at what it says in first corinthians 10 verses 1 through 4 moreover brethren i do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud all passed through the sea who's he talking about all of those israelis under moses amen all right and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea. And all ate the same spiritual food. That was called manna. Hallelujah. And all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. Amen. So now, this is not just something supernatural. Uh, Moses was able to hit a rock because God empowered him. So that water of a rock. Was that supernatural? Absolutely. But this is supernatural because this speaks to the rock that our feet are planted firmly on right now, that rock, Jesus, Jesus, and that rock had to be struck. Didn't it? That rock was struck. And that also speaks to something. Isaiah 53. We're all familiar with this. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we were healed. My brothers and sisters, who is that speaking to? Jesus, absolutely. But you see what it says right there? He, we esteemed Him stricken, smitten by God. You know what that word smitten means? Struck. Struck. The rock had to be struck. Why? So that all the blood and the water would flow out of that body and your sins and mine could be done away with. Hallelujah. The rock had to be struck. That rock was Christ. God was speaking. God was testifying way back then about the rock that was going to be that one that's mightier than anything, anybody. That firm foundation, that rock that my faith and yours is built upon. That rock, that foundation that nothing can stand against it. Nothing will withstand it. Hallelujah. Praise him forevermore. This is not just talk. This is truth. God was ministering to it back then. God was showing back then. Hallelujah. Jesus, He's that rock. Jesus stood up, John chapter 7, in the middle of the feast. If anyone thirsts, let them come to Me. Let them come to Me. Hallelujah. He's the rock in which that water flows. We know He was talking then about the Holy Spirit, which hadn't been given yet. And then He said, He who believes, right? Right? As it is said, out of his heart, out of his, his inner being will flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah! Jesus is our rock. When we're thirsty, we go to him. Hallelujah. So now, a lot of stuff happens after that, right? They're still, you know, they're still up and down. Believe him, don't believe him. Trust him. Every time something goes wrong, it's, when things are right hallelujah praise the Lord we're with you God hey, everything's great everything's hunky dory then the minute something happens that they can't deal with it, it, it's, it's something threatens them oh we should have went back there oh it was much better back there oh even though they're right in the middle of God's will they're right in the middle of what God has called them to do or is working out in them and God is backing it up with these supernatural things God is with them every day a cloud of smoke by day a pillar of love, uh, fire by night, he's with them all the time. They know they have the presence of God. Amen. Yet, every time something goes wrong, what, man, we should have we should have stayed back there. That was better. So let's let's fast forward now to Numbers, Numbers chapter twenty. beginning of verse 7 the lord spoke to moses saying take the rod you and your brother aaron gather the congregation together see they they're again they're out of water and so they're crying and moaning about the water speak to the rock before their eyes and it and it will yield its water thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give drink to the congregation and their animals so moses took the rod from before the lord as he commanded him and moses and aaron gathered the in assembly the assembly together before the rock. See, now get the picture. Again, they find themselves now back, I think, um, this was in the wilderness of Zen again, I believe. Uh, if I'm mistaken, please forgive me, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So they're circling. See, they're back in one of the places that they had already camped before because now they're circling. Why? Because, see, uh, Numbers chapter 13 had happened. When they got close and they sent spies in, they remember there was a bad report. And so, they said, okay, none of you were going in except a couple. And so they're circling now. That generation's going to die off because of their unbelief. But now here they are. They're in this point. They're at this point again and they have no water. And so they're complaining and carrying on and crying. So God says, okay, here's what you need to do. You take the rod. You get the elders. You and Aaron, you get the elders. You gather the people and you speak to that rock. Amen? All right. So now here's what Moses does. Here now, you rebels! Must we bring water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came abundantly. And the congregation and their animals drank. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe me to hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. Wow! 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 This is Moses. The one that God said very... This Moses speaks to me like a man speaks to a man face to face. Moses, the one who said, I, I, I want to see your glory. Moses, the one who said, if you're not going with us, I'm not going. This is Moses, the one who God called up there, who got in, the, in, in such the, 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 the presence of God that the glory was shining through his face. He, this is the one. This is that same guy. And because he struck that rock, and instead of speaking to it like God had commanded, that's it. You're not going in. What? Wow. God is harsh. Wow. See, he did a couple. There's a couple of things here that really stand out. Here now, you rebels. He's not speaking kindly and nice. Obviously, he's upset. He's frustrated. And look at what he says in his frustration. Must we bring water out of this rock for you? Who's bringing the water out of the rock? God. God. Speaking hastily. Fr- he's frustrated and upset. You can, Man, he's been through all of this, years and, and circling all of their unbelief, all their crying and complaining and moaning against God. Against God. They want to stone him to death at this point. They want to kill him. They being the children of Israel and Moses and Aaron. They want to kill them. So 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 he's frustrated, he's angry, and he speaks this thing out of his frustration, out of his anger. He said, Well, God, he he just made a little mistake. No, it's 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 not just this. Then look what it says in verse twelve because you did not believe me. See, there was something in there that, that that you did not believe me. Believe me what? Listen, I am to be... The things that God does, He's doing for a reason. Do you know it sounds so harsh when you think about this? Pharaoh's army was covered in the Red Sea. Why? Because God wanted vengeance on Pharaoh? No. No. Do you know what God said? Now all the people in Egypt, all of the civilized world, will now know... Who really God is. So maybe it you know now they'll have an opportunity to know who God is. Instead of worshiping those idols, instead of worshipping worshiping planets and stars, they'll know that I am the only true and living God, that I have all the power. Come on. See that Pharaoh is supposed to be like a God on earth. But let's see what the true and living God. I want to show those people for real, I want to reveal to those people who I am, who the real God is, so they might worship me. Come on! So now you have Moses, the man who's called by God, the man who stands before God, the mouthpiece for God, that one. Getting frustrated before the people. God has said, I need you to do this before the people. My brothers and sisters, this is for them, it's for me. Is for me in several ways. Let me just share with you in Psalms. Because, see, I know it's got everything to do with what happened with his mouth. Psalm 106, verse 32. They angered him also at the waters of strife, him God, so that it went ill with Moses on account of them. Because they rebelled against his spirit, they, the children of Israel. So that he, Moses, spoke rashly with his lips. Did you hear what I just said? You, you see? that? Now, I want you to read this. Look, go and, and read Psalm 106 today. It recounts all of those things that Israel did. And this is just one part of it. And see what it says? He spoke rashly with his lips. My brothers and sisters, what is coming out of my mouth? I'm not saying right now. I'm talking about when I'm under the gun. I'm talking about when things are really boiling. I'm talking about when I am frustrated. I'm talking about what is coming out of my mouth. Why? Well, see, I'm supposed to be glorifying God with my whole life. And especially what comes out of my mouth. And in James it talks about bitter and sweet water coming from the same fountain. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 See, and, and, and look at... See, oh, God is so harsh. Man, no, no, no. We have mercy and justice right there. Right before our eyes and our ears and everything that we are spiritually, we see mercy and justice. God commanded something specifically and he commanded it for his reason, to, for the people's own good. But even though Moses disobeyed God, he still caused water to come out of that rock. Those people still had the water that they needed to survive. There's mercy. There's mercy. But justice. Justice has to be served. Moses, Aaron, you're not going in. Did Moses make it to heaven? Yes, he did. Of course he did. Moses was there on the Mount of Transfiguration, wasn't he? Okay, Moses made it to heaven. But see, but, 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 here's, but Moses had to suffer a consequence. And even in Deuteronomy, Moses accounts with his own mouth. He says that he even prayed to the Lord. He even asked the Lord, Come on, Lord, let me go in. And the Lord said, No, and stop asking. Now <laughs> That's Tony language. No, and stop asking. But here's what I will do. Go to the top of Mount Pisgah. I'll let you see it. I'm going to let you see it, but you can't go in it. So God, you know, justice and Mercy. Justice and mercy. My brothers and sisters, you've heard me say this before. There is, there is no mercy and love mean nothing unless there is justice. You have to have justice. You have to have the law. You have to have this, this, this standard of, of, of holiness. Otherwise, there's no need for mercy and justice. There's no need for grace. You've heard me say that before, but I think sometimes we forget that and we hear all about the grace so much in our culture and our society and how much God loves us. All of it is true. It's absolutely true. But God is also just. And my brothers and sisters, I am so grateful for all of that. Every bit of it. All that God is. All that He is. All that He is. But that speaks to us now. That's spiritual. It's spiritual back then. It's spiritual now. Well, what do you mean, Tony? Well, remember, we already looked at uh, what the scripture tells us, the apostle told us in 1 Corinthians, that that rock was Christ. So that rock was to be spoken to at that point. That rock wasn't supposed to be struck again. Why? Well, let's look at it as Christ Jesus' followers, as born again. He already died. For my sins. He already poured out all the water and blood that was necessary to cover my sins. Now I'm supposed to be walking with Him in Him. Now I'm in relationship with, the God, with God, my Father, through Christ Jesus. Amen? Romans 6 10 11. For the death that He died, He died to sin once for all. But the life that He lives, He lives to God. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be dead indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Do you see this? Once, he died once. He, was, he had to be smitten. He had to be struck once. And all that, all that was necessary to happen, happened. He doesn't need to be struck again. We don't have to keep going back to him. and We shouldn't be in that same place where we're constantly going back to Him. Come on now, and striking that we need more of your... No, it's already done. It's taken care of. But see, but it, you, that, that verse doesn't mean anything without that. You see what I've highlighted there? It's not going to look like that in your Bible. So don't say, well, Tony messed with it. No, I'm telling you, for the message that God is speaking through me, for the message that God is speaking to at least somebody else, besides old me right now, likewise, likewise, that means like Him. We like Him. That's what that's saying to you. You also reckon, reckon. Consider yourself. Consider yourself to be dead. Come on. To be dead indeed to sin. See? Look. The rock was struck. The blood, the water flowed. That, that which was needed... It it was done. It was taken care of. And so God is saying, okay, no longer does the rock need to be struck. Now we're living. We're taking this journey together with Him. Now we just speak to the rock, y'all. We just speak to the rock. And that which we need will be given to us. It's already been poured out. It's already been poured out. We already have it. We don't need to keep striking that rock. Here's what happens. you know what? The way I live my life, I need to go back. See, now, well, uh, I, but Tony, after all, I've heard you say, you know, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just, to he gives us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes, and in that same epistle, he says, if you commit sin, you're of the devil. Those who practice sin are of the devil. Somebody back me up. Has anybody read 1 John? Okay, so, so what does that mean? But it also says that we all, we all have sinned. All have sinned. We don't practice sin anymore. We reckon ourselves to be dead to sin now and living life. But I'm still not perfected, right? He's Remember, remember the sermon two weeks ago? We're, we're marching to perfection. He's perfecting us. He's burning away some stuff. And along this road, old Tony makes mistakes every now and again. But that's it, man. That's the exception now. That's not the rule. Tony doesn't walk the same way. Uh, Marlene doesn't walk the same way. Stephen doesn't walk the same way. Come on, you want me to start picking you all out? We don't walk the same way we used to walk. So now when we get tripped up, it's the mistake. And immediately, Holy Spirit inside of me says, "Ah, ah." Ah-ah! And then i got to say, Forgive me. Because when I did that, and you know what? If you read... Hebrews chapter 6, where it talks about those who have tasted, who's, those who have been enlightened and tasted of the heavenly gift. And it talks about, for, well, for them to repent, it's impossible for them, once they've made that conscious decision, now listen, I'm not going to get into any theological debate with anybody, because some people will say, well, that just means the Jewish people are trying to live the law again. No, it does not. It doesn't. It means once I've made the decision to go and live the life that I used to live without Jesus Christ, I'm putting him to death. I'm putting him to an open shame. I've got to go back and smite the rock. The rock is not to be smited anymore. The rock is to be spoken to. Come on. I mean, speak to the rock. What does that mean, Tony? Speak to the rock. The rock is Jesus. I'm walking in the Spirit. You know, I could read to you. I'm not going to, but I could give you, but please. Look in Galatians. John, look in Galatians. Look in Romans chapter 8. It's talking to us about following after the Spirit and not fulfilling the lust of the flesh. So I'm, I'm speaking to the rock as I'm living my life, walking this life in the Spirit. I'm speaking to the rock. If I have a need, listen, everything's been poured out for me. The most important things that I need in this life to be successful are listed for me very crisply, succinctly in Galatians chapter 5 beginning in verse 23 the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy. Come on. When I'm living my life and that those fruits are being shown through me, those fruits are active and alive in me and I'm bearing those fruits in my life, man, I'm... Sp- and, but, but Tony, I... Can't. How many of you love every single human being? Thank you for your honesty. The only way we can do that is a rock. But see, I don't have to smack the rock now to get that. He's already poured that out. Now I've got to talk to the rock. <laughs> I, I don't know. Man, I, I feel like a... Hallelujah. I, my brother and sister, it sounds so easy. Doesn't it sound easy? It's not easy. It's not easy. It wasn't easy for him to go to that cross. It wasn't easy for him to be smitten, stricken and smitten by God, to be totally abandoned. Totally but here's what he said when he was about to give up the ghost. He said, "It is finished." What did he? What? 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 Yeah, I've just. I've, it's all been poured out now. It's all been poured out now. It's finished. No more. Listen, there's nothing else that needs to be poured out. What needs to happen is for me to speak to that rock, Jesus. There's this one that is trying me, there, Jesus. I know that I don't feel a genuine love. I need your help. Speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. Jesus, I'm not acting in kindness. These things are frustrating me. Jesus, I need your help. I need your help. I'm failing here, but you're great. And you told me that your strength is made perfect in in my weakness. I'm bringing to you, Lord, humbly before you. I I can't do this without you. I'm weak. I need your help. Speak to the rock, y'all. Speak to the rock. We don't have to smack that rock anymore. And listen, I don't have to smack the rock to get his attention. I don't have to smack, I don't have to do that. But listen, every time I go ahead and I choose to go ahead and walk according to and allow myself those things, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm smacking the rock. Yeah, I want to go back to that rock and, and, and get... You know, some more grace back because, you know, maybe this thing that I, maybe I did cross the line, but that's okay. I'll just go back to the rock and smack it again and get some more. No. No. I, you know what? Most of the things that we do, it's to make us happy. Come on. Most of the things that we do is to, to make us happy. And we know happiness lasts this long. Well, you said we went, just through, we went through all of the amen. At least I got one amen from the congregation. Happiness, you said we just went through the Beatitudes and blessed means happy. No, it doesn't just mean happy. To be envied, to be in that position, right? To be well off, spiritually. And then that's what those things are all about because you're this. You're looking at life beyond what you can see. If we're not looking at life, if we're only looking at the here and now, happiness is only going to come to us in bits and pieces, and then that thing that we think we need to make us happy is only going to make us happy for a little while, and then we're going to have to be on to the next thing. No, no, no. Joy is what we need. Joy. Come on. Joy. That's one of the fruits. So, you know, Lord, I'm miserable. Lord, I'm so frustrated. Lord, I'm this. I'm preaching to Tony right now. I want, to see, I want to see God move. I want to see, in my lifetime, I want to see this revival. I know that there's going to be a great falling away. It's happened. It's, we're in the middle of it. We're in the middle of it. It's happened. My brothers and sisters, there's the great falling away. It's been happening for a while, and we're still in it. But at the same time, God always has a remnant. God always has a remnant. In the middle of this, He's purifying His bride. In the middle of this, He's purifying His bride. Amen. In the middle of this, He's purifying His bride. And the way He purifies His bride is He'll send somebody in your path to challenge you so that you can speak to that rock some more. So that you could speak to that rock some more so that you could say to that rock, Jesus, I'm not very happy right now. Jesus, this person... <clears throat> I'm going to tell you what the first thing that I would say if I were God. This person, before you say this person, that person, the other person, look in the mirror. And let's, let's, let's see what that person's all about first. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not preaching at you. I'm not preaching at you. The Holy Spirit is. He loves you. Take it in. Take it in. You're speak, the rock is speaking back to you now. Now you're getting... Now listen... Now you're getting some water from the rock and you didn't hit it. (laughs) Hallelujah. You didn't hit it, but you're getting some water out of the rock right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Right? So now, Lord, that person, this person, this thing, that thing. No, 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 no. Lord, you've provided me with all the joy that I need. I'm not experiencing it right now, Lord. Supernaturally. Please, Lord. Lead, guide, and direct me. Lord, I want to experience your joy. Do you want to experience some joy? If you're unhappy, go make somebody else happy. Go do something for somebody else. I know a guy, every once in a while, he have a bad day, uh, and he'll just show up somewhere, you know, and, and, and give his wife candy or flowers or whatever the case may be. But he'll do that. I know some other, another person, same thing. If, if you know some, he's, he or she is having a bad day, they'll just show up with a gift and give to somebody else. Well, that's selfish. They're just trying to... No, that makes them happy. Seeing someone else that may be having a bad day, but maybe not. But just they all of a sudden, they're getting blessed. Somebody cares about you somebody cares and that person just wow well, thank you i've had people bless me out of the blue just you know give me something and say wow man thank you and i'm, I'm humbled by it and taken back by it i, I want to fight with them no i don't you know, you know i'm going to tell you we've got somebody in our midst i don't want to embarrass the person but we have got somebody in our midst that would literally give their last whatever they had to anybody and and, and not think twice about it and then argue with you if you don't want it. <laughs> Frustrated, Takes all the joy right out of it for me. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But speak it. Speak to that rock. There's a testimony from somebody not in this room now, but that is part of this body who, who said to me a few weeks ago, and I've been ministering and maybe some of you also, I mean, we've been ministering, God's been ministering, I mean, giving the word and, and saying this is to the point and, and just can't break out of this this, I'm just going to say it, funk. Now some of you guys who are a little bit my age or a little older know what that means. I mean that just you got that all over you and you just can't break away from it. And so this person has been suffering with this for years and years and years. And I've been ministering and giving the word of God what the word of God says and and what the, and you know and, and this person's fear and 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 just all upset and all the time and blah 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 blah. Well, this person I was talking to a week or two ago, and this person is just, I mean, just bubbling and boiling over. You know what? I read this, and I turned on the TV, and this preacher was saying that. And first of all, I started to get mad. What I've been saying to you all these years. No, but this person said, I, just, I, said, I, I heard this and, and that and the other thing, and I cried out to Jesus like I've never cried out before. I was by myself screaming and, and begging Jesus to help me. Speak to the rock! Speak to the rock! Humble yourself and speak to the rock. He's already given it to you we got to get to that place where we can be humble before Him and follow Him, whether we see it materialize in that moment or we might have to wait. Remember last week? No, it was Wednesday. Wait. Yeah, if you miss Wednesday, you miss a good deal. I'm just telling you. Ask Thomas. He missed a service and it was... Wait. Sometimes you just have to wait. Wait. Remember what he told the apostles? Go... Make disciples of all nations. Preach repentance and the remittance and the forgiveness of sin. But wait in Jerusalem first. Go, wait. Remember Wednesday? Okay. Just because I'm not seeing, I don't have this warm and fuzzy feeling. Oh, I, I, I got oh, Pastor Tony, or I'm going to go see brother this or sister that. If that could just get them to lay a hand on me. I'm. Going to... No, I don't need to lay a hand on you. If you want me to, I will. Because that's scriptural. It's it's biblical. Isn't it? It absolutely is. It's scriptural. It's biblical. And I want to do it if that's what you want. As long as you understand that this man, this person, is not God. And I know you know that. But this person, listen, is the shepherd. And this person is only doing what is ordered by God. Because God is the one who's poured out the water. God is the one. God is the one who spoke the Word over you. God is the one. And He also said, when we bind our faith together, when you believe and I believe with you, something's going to happen. So if you want me to pray with you according to the Word of God, absolutely. You want me to dab you with a little bit of oil? Absolutely, because that's totally scriptural. But I want to tell you all something. You can get in the closet yourself and you could speak to the Rock. Cry out to Him in humility and honesty and accept whatever it is that He asked you to do. That's it. Man, but we still, we're waiting for that one thing, that one sign, that one supernatural thing. I'm telling you, my brothers and sisters, this is what the scripture's saying. That thing has already happened. What are you talking about? He already raised from the dead. He rose from the dead so that we would know that all of those Scriptures pertain to Him. All of them. They all pertain to Him. And He rose from the dead to prove that it all pertained to Him. Now we can believe what He says. And this is what He says. He says to us, we have to believe. We have to believe. And when we believe, we receive. Hallelujah. He's already poured out. The rock's already been struck. The water, everything's already been poured out. I want to be in the position to receive. How do I get there? Walk in the Spirit. Hallelujah. Walk in the Spirit. You want joy? Talk to the rock. Speak to the rock. You can't speak to the rock in your closet and then go out there on the street and start smacking the rock. It, see, they're, they're conflicting. You can't do that. Look where it got Moses see the problem my brothers and sisters I'm not saying well if you make a mistake and you have to go to, and ask for forgiveness too many times you're going to lose your salvation You mishave. I'm not saying that but I'm saying if you really want to live in the blessing of God if you want these things that God has for you drop a hundred dollar check in the box when you go out and you'll get it now listen that sounds funny doesn't it but isn't that what's preached come on no, 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 no! I'm, I'm 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 talking to to the bride of Christ. I'm talking to the bride of Christ and potential those who would be part of the the body, the church, the bride of Christ. No, 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 no! He's already poured it out for you. Speak to the rock. Speak to the rock. Speak to the rock, and then go out there and live. Listen, likewise, like he did. Reckon ourselves to be dead to the flesh, dead to the sinful lifestyle that we used to live. Reckon ourselves to be dead to that. Amen. And then walk according to the Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, the Spirit in Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Listen, I want to I want to close this away. I want to speak to the Rock. Uh, any, anybody who wants to speak to the Rock, come on up here and speak to the Rock. Please. I'm speaking to the Rock. If you, listen, this is, you speak to the rock those things that you know you need to speak to the rock. If you want to share them with me and have me pray with you, I'll be more than glad to do so. But you don't need that unless you want that. And I'm, like I said to you, I'm glad to do it. I'm glad to help you. Glad to agree with you. And sometimes we do need that. I've needed that even since I've been a minister of God. You know, locking arms with other ministers of God, other people. I've done that. So if you need to do that, it's awesome. Do it. He's called us to do it. But my brothers and sisters, if you don't want to do that, you just want to come up here or you just want to get close. You just want to take a step. See, that's what this is about. I'm not asking you to take a step because God's up here, but He's not out here. I'm not asking you. I'm not doing that. No, no, no. Here's why I'm asking you to step up here. Humble yourself. Are you worried about what people are going to think? I wonder why so-and-so went up there. I wonder why so-and-so went up there. They must be in sin. Well, I want to tell you, if, you're, if that's your nature, then you're going to leave here and, my brothers and sisters, you could speak to the rock all you want to, you're not going to get nothing. Because really, in actuality, you need to go back, strike the rock, and get the original outpouring because you missed it. Something's wrong. Oh boy, that's I had to go there, right? I had you until I said that. No, my brothers and sisters, this is real. This is real. Man, we need to humble ourselves. Don't worry about what people think of you. I don't care what people think of me. That's pretty obvious. I don't care what people think of me. I, I care what God thinks of me. I already know. Listen, I already know He loves me. I already know He loves me, and He's and He's looking down, and He's at, and and do you? you know, I love you. Do you love me? And I say, yes, I love you, God. Okay. Are you willing to follow me? Yeah, I'm willing to follow you, God. Okay. And some of those places that I'm going to go, you wouldn't go without me. You don't want to go with me. But will you humble yourself? Will you put what you want behind you and put what I want for you in front of you? I'm going to ask you this morning. Stand with me. Tony, play something. Are you willing to humble yourself and speak to the rock? Are you willing? So let's speak to the rock before we leave. You know, together, separately, however you want to, but come forward. Let's speak to the rock. Amen? Amen. Don't wait for him to play something. Come on. Hallelujah. I'm going to sing in a minute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah glory to God He